I'll call your Chris Jones not back in training camp yet or at the facility, and I'll give you a Kadarius Tony and a Legereus Need. Do you think you can win today on Locked On Chiefs? From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is Locked On Chiefs. We appreciate your time. Happy Labor Day weekend. A lot to go over. We welcome you back because it's game week. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics Performance Consulting, NFL33.com, and RGR Football. This is my partner, Chris Clark, from Chiefs Corner. You can sub over there as well to get all the information you need. We are brought to you by a couple of our pals that you'll hear from later, and we have a ton to go over because this show is about what we've all been waiting for, the start of actual football. We're going to go over what Detroit is bringing to this contest and, and just how good of an obstacle can they be uh, before that, we'll get to the return of Tony and Sneed back-to-back in week one. They have practice. We'll run down the practice report for you as well. But we are going to start today with the fact that Chris Jones is making a little bit of noise, but there isn't a contract signed at this point. I'm a little surprised by it, to tell you the truth. I thought that the momentum was building, and this motivational piece was going to be to be ready for week one and be with the team. Obviously, we've talked ad nauseum about whether he could be ready to play or not. That's a different story, but... Right now, I feel like it could be imminent. Do you agree? I don't know that I agree, actually. Uh, reports came out over the weekend, and I actually dove into this on Chiefs Corner last night. Uh, so go check that out if you want more information on it. But basically, the the re- real the reality is Kansas City's offering Jones $27.5 million over the next two years to add on to the already 19 half they own this year. Uh, he wants $84 million over the next three years. Um instead of 74 million which is a 10 million dollar difference uh it come out to 32 million if you look at it how the teams actually value contracts because they value new money based on new years and it would be over 32 million a year for the new years i don't think that gets done uh, if he's wanting that that i don't think that's reality i just don't see how that how Kansas City does that uh chris jones is not aaron donald and yeah he had a better year than him last year but Aaron Donald has seven seasons, I think, where he had over at least six seasons where he had over 10 sacks, including one season where he had 20 sacks. Chris Jones has two seasons over 10 sacks, only two, and both were in contract years. It's a completely different situation. If if you're going to time it right, that's the way to do it, right? As our our buddy Therese always used to say, the contract year is never defeated. And that is exactly how this has played out. And so I don't think he I don't think it's going to get done if he's going to hold to those numbers and he shouldn't hold to those numbers because that's not really where he is as a player. I don't disagree. The reason that it feels closer and maybe imminent isn't the greatest word, but it's it's similar to how I feel only because we've had so few details get out into the public to this point. That's true. It's been so cold on the news front. Now that we're actually hearing numbers, it feels like that is probably trying to catch up to the actual cycle of negotiations. And that makes me feel like it's coming closer. I would bet that they are closer right now as we record this than they were when that news came out over the weekend. So I just feel like it's the train is moving now. Uh, stopping it is probably going to be harder than it is to just let it come into the station. And I hope that they can reach a number. Uh, I agree with you. I, I don't think the Chiefs are going to want to go to that 84. But I do think that there's some room to maneuver within those two. At this point, on a three-year contract, $10 million is a, still a significant gap. For those of you who think, oh, it's nothing, I know it sounds like a lot for millionaire players, it's still a sizable gap, but I do think that that can be shrunk down. 
if we turn it over to whether or not it, it gets signed, what does the future look like for Chris Jones? It doesn't include week one. This is Monday. We're playing this ball game. We're going to talk about the Lions later on Thursday. Yeah, I was going to say, really, this is a Thursday practice get day for Kansas City. I mean, that's what the reality of it is. Sunday was basically like a normal Wednesday. Thursday is like, or sorry, Monday is like a Thursday, and Tuesday is going to be like a Friday. That's the way that this works since they play on Thursday Night Football. And I do want to mention something really quick. We are not able to respond to comments in the live stream, so apologize about that right now. I've been trying, but hello, everybody. We appreciate you being here. Um, this whole situation is just – it's gotten out of control when it comes to Chris Jones. I, I hope that he gets it figured out. But the reality for him is he's lost almost $3 million already between the – fines that he's going to have to pay and five hundred thousand dollar bonus the workout bonus that he is forfeited uh by not showing up and right now if he doesn't show up and isn't active for week one which i can't see how he could possibly be active for week one even if he shows up uh you know as we're recording this right now he's out another million dollars and it really becomes an even bigger issue if he shows up and doesn't get a contract done because it's he's out really another 1.2 to 1.3 million dollars next year because of a likely franchise tag uh, it, it is growing and growing and growing. And that does feel, again, why the, the train's pushing down the track a little bit faster than it was. I think this has all come to a head. And as we've discussed, it's a process to get ready. Chris isn't going to be ready for week one. That's that's out the door, out the window, over with. But And I have to ask you a question. Do you think it's actually in his best interest for the team to play him if he shows up even today or tomorrow? No, I don't. I, I think that's an exactly. injury risk. I think it's certainly a risk to his productivity. So yep. if I were him, I'd be focusing on getting the deal done, joining the team, being on that sideline. Be on the sideline for Thursday. I think you're contributing to the morale of the team, and I think you're contributing towards uh, just that that edge that they need. Without Frank Clark, who's been driving the the attitude of the defense for a couple of years, I do think that's a significant portion that, that we don't get to talk about because we're not inside the locker room every day. But we do need to focus on what their attitude is going into this ballgame. No, we absolutely do. And the other thing that really came out when they talked to the media, and Andy Reid talked to the media, and Patrick Mahomes talked to the media, they've moved on to this point to where they're just they're not going to talk about it. They're not going to address it. They're going to play with. They're going to say uh, the the phrase of you know we're going to play with the guys that are here, and that's that's their stance right now. And to me, when you start looking at how Mahomes' words have changed over the past couple of weeks. Travis Kelsey coming out and saying what he did on his podcast about Jones not being there. And, you know, Karloff just talked to the media too. I think the team is getting to a point now where they're starting to lose a little bit of, of uh, care for talking about the situation and definitely care for where Chris is in his contract negotiations. I understand it's a business and I am sure that they, you know, see that as well. But right now he's, causing them trouble to possibly be back in the Super Bowl this year. That's the reality. That's the position that they're in. And luckily, Andy doesn't want to talk about guys unless they're here. Well, a couple of guys are here, and we get to talk about them coming up after we we get to the point that is right now somebody that you want to support because they help us be here for you five days a week, if not more, here on Locked On, your team every day. And that is Underdog fantasy you want to get into this because football season starts right now with your team on thursday there's no better way to get into the action than underdog fantasy with their pick them game it's super simple just pick between two to five players select whether they're going to go higher or lower than one of their stats just one 
And then you get to do what you usually do. You spend kickoff night uh, doing. Watch that game. Get into it. it. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game if you're going for uh, five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. That's kind of nice. It's legal in over 30 states, and it's a lot of fun. If you want to build your team right today, head over there for the easy use mobile app. It is very simple. Uh, or you can hit their website, uh, which gives you a bit of a wider view at underdogfantasy.com. You can sign up with our promo code Locked On, And not only will Underdog double your first deposit up to $100, but they'll also have a Pick'em special live right now in the Pick'em lobby. Patrick Mahomes, you can get just one yard for one of your Pick'em choices to be correct right now. Remember, it's Underdog Fantasy. Sign up with the promo code Locked On. That's all one word, all capitals. Use the, the link in the description below or scan the QR code if you're watching on YouTube. We appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that while Chris Jones is is the biggest name that we have to talk about uh, as we, we get the preamble for actual action, Kadarius Tony and Legereus Sneed are back. That is, I think, better news than honestly I had let myself uh, be hopeful for uh, because this is two key links that are back at practice as of Sunday that they need to get some action. But I still have a little bit of concern for the same thing that we were just talking about with Chris is Getting back at practice the week of is a good thing. We know that those guys have been in the building, have been going to rehab, been working with Rick Burkholder. But what's still your concern level? What's that? It's still not the same as playing. Sorry, that's all I was really trying to say. Right, and that, and that's where I'm at. I think it's a great sign, particularly on the defensive side for LeJarius Need. But where are you at on how much these guys can contribute in this week one game? I don't really care. And what I mean by that isn't necessarily <laughs> that I don't expect them to play. I do expect them to play, but I don't really care how much they're able to play. It doesn't matter to me if Snead is going to be only able to be active for maybe 50% of the snaps. That's fine to me. He's still an upgrade over what you have behind him. And let's be clear, what you have behind him, you already know what you have and you can work with. So they have a pretty good idea of what they have behind him. If Snead can't play the full game, that's fine. They have good options behind them. It's not going to be like having them out there, and you would want to have them out there. But the other side of it for Sneed, though, is he's been at practice. He's been in some of the conditioning. It's not like actually being in the game, but it's a lot closer. So I think he's going to be a lot closer to being able to go uh, a lot further. Tony is a completely wild card in this one for me. This could be a situation <laughs> where, usual. yeah, he could only be in for 15, 20 snaps, but those 15, 20 snaps could be – hugely significant for Kansas City. We'll have to see. Uh, and he could play more than that. I don't know. I'm not trying to say he's only going to play 15 to 20. I'm just saying his 15 to 20 snaps is a lot different than a situation where you're looking at 15 to 20 snaps for a guy like Sky Moore last year because Tony is likely to be targeted on at least, I'd say, a third to half of his snaps or at least be the first option in most of his snaps, you would imagine. So it's a little bit different situation. And you can work him back into a full game game plan. So I think that actually helps in that regard. And he could still be very viable for Kansas City this year. Yeah, I have to think so as well. Uh, but I don't want to see them overdo it. So yep. I'm happy they're both back. Um, I think Lajarius is probably closer to, given that we know it wasn't a significant injury with Jerry Sneed and it has been kind of a management situation. It does feel like he should be able to go a little bit more. Uh, I think Con Tony probably has the bigger impact on the game, though. Like you said, yep. I think there's there's more difference in what he brings to the offense. I would like to see him just get a couple of simple things. No, none of the drastic 
uh, you know, violent cuts that he is capable of making. I'd like to see him on some more clean routes, uh, you know, unidirectional, maybe some overs, something nice and easy that he can allow him to make a contribution to the ballgame without having to put too much emphasis on, on his uh, knee right now. You know what I love about this whole thing, though, with him? Is the fact the simple fact that if you look at what Kadarius Tony brings to the Chiefs, he's something that they don't have anywhere else on the roster, and that seems like it's very simple to say, and it is. But the reality is, is that this is Week One. Detroit really has no idea what Kansas City is going to plan on doing on offense this year, and that actually helps Kansas City in this game more than it would normally help uh, any other time because Kansas City has all these different weapons now that they haven't had in the past. MBS. Yes, he was there last year, but it sure looks like he has a better chemistry with Patrick Mahomes going into this season. Sky Moore looks like he's going to take a step forward. Richie James is a guy that gives you something different than you have ever had, and that doesn't even get us to Rasheed Rice or Justin Ross. The question when you get into this game is going to be how many receivers are available, and I'm not trying to take away from Tony. I'm just simply stating that he is a great piece to add to this offense, but the fact that Kansas City is headed into this game with Detroit not having an idea as to what Kansas City has new that's going on this year is going to be a big boon for this offense, I think, in this game. Yeah, and he's, and he's always cloak and dagger, but this has gone to a different level, having literally not seen guys all preseason. Now, the matchups get very interesting for a team in Detroit that has been pumped up. I think both the matchups are still in the Chiefs' favor if – these guys are 100% healthy for whatever volume of snaps that they're on the field for. But this is going to be a bigger contest than I think people have led on to this point. And so the fact that they are back, they can contribute on both sides of the ball. And, and that's that's one thing that we probably haven't talked about is that there, it's a little bit of a degrade on each side of the ball rather than both of them being on one. If, if you had two starters out on defense and all of a sudden you were trying to get them back and rush them back, you would be a little bit more concerned, especially given that you already have two other starters out in Chris Jones and Charles Medehue, at least as it's drawn up on paper. So getting a little bit of balance back, I think, sets them up nicely to be able to take a step forward in this game, number one. Obviously, this schedule is a little bit strange. We know that you guys are used to, on this Labor Day weekend, being ready to have a little bit of time to get ready for the first ball game, but it's coming up quick. What is Very it going quickly. to look like, and who do we have to be paying attention to? There's a number of options out there for Detroit, but there's other things you got to get done first. And that includes checking out what you might have to do for your cars. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy picks of the week. This is your Chiefs' own. If you need an undervalued running back to help you give your fantasy football team a smoother ride in 2023, then you should pick Chiefs' second-year man, Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco is a coaching staff favorite with his power running that quickly earned him a roster spot. The Chiefs also saw he could reel off big runs and be a real asset as a receiver when given the targets. Expect Pacheco to have a shot at ample scoring playing off of Patrick Mahomes. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Boners knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. The same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle are right at your fingertips. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. 
From air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And let make sure it's the right fit for your car. Because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. Because now you'll, you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get to the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items apply. Or eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm excluding In, myself. I, <laughs> I, I do want to say really quick. Cranking the AC really means a little bit more to me today than it has in the past. Uh, yeah, it was a hot weekend in the Clark household without AC for a couple of days. So uh, I'm, I'm glad you got that squared away without melting. Yeah, it was not fun. I was happy to fix it myself. But regardless, you know, you look at this Chiefs team going up against the Detroit Lions. There's a lot to talk about when we start looking at matchups and we start looking at how this team is going to play. And one of the things I said before break was that Kansas City is in a great position because Detroit doesn't know what Kansas City is going to be doing on offense. Guess what? Detroit has that same thing on Kansas City to an extent. Yeah. Uh, Andy Reid is a much better play caller than what Detroit has, but Detroit still has new things that they're going to be able to do on offense this year. Jamari Gibbs is going to be something to watch uh, as the running back. You know, J Jameis Williams will be playing in this game. But you're going to be looking at a lot of different things from Detroit this year on offense and defense. And they have a fantastic defensive line and offensive line. So on both sides, it'll be a good test. Yeah, and we're going to run down some of those matchups tomorrow for you, the specifics about man versus man. But in generalities, <clears throat> we take a look at the rosters themselves and what is going to go into this game. The Chiefs still have a pretty significant advantage, I think, in, in terms of getting ready for the first game of a season because of the core of the players that they have that have gone yep. – to a Super Bowl. In fact, Chiefs did a nice series on their social media this weekend of uh, guys that were there before the Super Bowl one and now afterwards, uh, that before and after picture is kind of telling. But it also is a situation where the entire organization is prepared. They had been through this before. Uh, I don't know if that's a huge uh, feather on their side, but there is a little bit of advantage there because let's be real, Detroit has gone through some growing pains to get to this point, but give them credit. They are a dangerous team. They're going to rely on a pretty solid group of rookies at a number of different positions, uh, even some positions that they've had uh, quite a bit of luck at lately in terms of uh, the linebacker level, et cetera. We'll be talking about specifics tomorrow. But as you take a look at the maturity of this roster and the Chiefs roster, uh, the coaching staffs, everything, I, I have to get give a check mark to the Chiefs in pretty much every category. Is there somewhere where you feel that the Detroit Lions have a, an advantage over the Chiefs that we should be focusing on? Yeah, their offensive line versus our defensive line. <laughs> to be quite honest, I love the trench play that Kansas City is going to be have, going to be able to have on the offensive line this year versus just about any defensive line that they're going to be facing. Uh, from what we've seen in the preseason, it looks like pass protection is going to be fantastic for Kansas City this year. Donovan Smith, there are still some questions, but I don't think anybody can argue that uh, you know Juwan Taylor is going to be a huge upgrade at right tackle to Andrew Wiley. And as long as those other three guys in the interior continue what they've been doing for the past couple of years, I think they'll be really good when it comes to pass blocking. Run blocking is going to be a different issue 
Uh, it could cause some issues in the run game. But you're sitting here in a situation where, you know, I like what I see from, uh, you know, the Chiefs offensive line. I don't know that I can say that about the defensive line. Uh, I don't know where the pressure is going to come from this game. And Detroit is really underrated when it comes to their offensive line. It's going to be a big deal if they can't get after Goff. This could be a situation where you hit 100 points on the over because both teams are going to be moving the ball up and down the field. I, I do think that uh, we have to watch out for the, the offensive runaway. But I will give you this. Uh, my answer, as I sit here today, is that the difference is going to be Steve Spagnuolo and how he chooses to attack true. that offense in Detroit. And so is it going to be a little bit more of what we've seen in the preseason with the linebacker-level blitzes? Knowing that with the four off the defensive line you're going to have in this ballgame, you're going to have to supplement. You're going to have to send five, at least on third downs, if not maybe a little bit more. Or is he going to revert back to blitzing the corners? Uh, we know that there have been a number of corners, particularly the nickel spot, that they like to send. Those nickel safeties they like to send as well. And I think, I don't know how you feel, but as we've gone through the process of training camp, I do feel like there are multiple options at both linebacker and at, at that nickel safety slot that I feel pretty comfortable sending against Jared Goff and getting something done in a positive way. I think I've seen flashes from enough guys to make me feel like that's sustainable for week one. No, and I agree with you. I think it's sustainable. I think what you're really looking at, though, when you get into this week one matchup is, and, and it goes back to what I said before about the Chiefs offense, you know, Detroit doesn't know what the Chiefs offense is going to do, but Detroit also doesn't know what the Chiefs defense is going to do. Kansas City is notorious for playing extremely vanilla in the preseason, and I guarantee you that Spagnuolo has something up his sleeves for this game that's going to come out and just put teams on notice more than anything else because he's going to have to without Chris Jones. If you had Chris Jones, maybe you could play a little bit more of a normal type package. I just don't think you can do that now. And you have a chess piece injured Tranquil that you've never had. How is he going to play Tranquil? How is that going to adapt with the defense? How is the defense going to adapt to having all these different players uh, that they haven't had before? You look at, you know, Chanel playing in the base defense in a 4-3. Okay, well, is he going to play more this year than he played last year? Because he didn't really play that much last year. More than likely, I would imagine probably not. But again, that's the question. How are you going to use these chess pieces? How are you going to put players on the field? Are you going to see a situation where you have Gay and Tranquil and Bolton all on the field at the same time, which will give you a completely different look than anything that Kansas City could have put on the field last year? There are a lot of variations, and we're going to go through a number of them tomorrow as we walk through the matchup sections. we get ready for this ballgame. I, I think there are going to be a couple that stand out, but in generalities, as we look at one side of the ball versus the other, that's probably the biggest question. I'm not really concerned with, you know, what, what's the, the focus of the offense going to be. Yes, I would like to see them take advantage of, I think, an interior that you can run on a little bit in Detroit. Uh, they have a couple of players that I like. We'll go over those tomorrow, but I do think there's an opportunity there. But then again, you get into the Pacheco hasn't been very active so far this preseason. So where do you get to? I think that works out on the offensive side. I think it is going to be heavily the decision-making process on defense that is going to be the determination for what that chess game looks like. But we'd like to know what you think. Well, I was just going to say, I think that this is going to be a fantastic game. I think that it's, this is going to be one of those NFL kickoffs that the NFL is really going to enjoy this year. And I absolutely am ecstatic that Chiefs football is back. I'm ecstatic the NFL is back. And I have to just say I'm really excited to be able to use NFL Sunday ticket for the first time this Sunday, although the Chiefs won't be playing. 
Uh, looks like that's going to be a lot of fun to be able to look at preview, uh, you know, previews on teams that the Chiefs are going to play. Uh, I'm just happy to have the NFL season here. Uh, so be sure to, you know, we'll be back tomorrow for more to talk about this. Matt's going to be here on Wednesday. Uh, going to have another preview show for you on Thursday. And uh, it's going to be a fun season. I cannot wait. I will say on Chiefs Corner, going to be doing a little bit more on stats this year. Uh, diving deeper into some QB stats and all the different stats that I can with running backs and wide receivers and tight ends as well. So maybe add some defense in later in the season, but we'll see. And don't forget, we will be live post-game when that yep. comes up, uh, even on Thursday night, even though it's going to be a late one. You guys will have us then. And we're going to continue five days a week for you every day. As we appreciate you listening every day. We're going to make sure we give you content every day. Hope you enjoyed your holiday weekend. We're going to be back with another show ready for Tuesday uh, at the normal time. So I think you guys are looking forward to that because I certainly am. It is coming down the pike. This week's going to go fast, but Thursday night is right around the corner and you get to see your Chiefs first and foremost. I'm looking forward to it. If you do have thoughts on what you want to see matchup-wise, please leave your comments here down below on YouTube. Get subbed as well. Make sure you click the like on this video. It would very much help this one. And we would appreciate you hitting the bell so you if, if and when we do go live again, uh, before there's breaking news on Chris Jones, et cetera, et cetera. We will give you bonus content and that bell actually helps you find it and get notified. That always helps as well as the audio platforms on Spotify, Spotify, as well as Apple and all the free platforms. We're ready. It's week one and it's here. Thank you for spending your time with us today. Happy Labor Day. And we'll be back with you all week as we get ready for Chiefs game number one.